Chapter Twenty Eight of Tales of Laughter. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Tales of Laughter by Nora Archibald Smith and Kate Douglas Wiggin. Chapter Twenty Eight. Doctor Know All. A long time ago, there lived a peasant named Crab who one day drove into a certain city, his cart laden with a bundle of faggots, drawn by two oxen. He soon found a purchaser for his wood, in the person of a learned doctor, who bought it for two dollars, and while the money was being counted out, the peasant, peeping in at the door, saw how comfortably his customer was eating and drinking, and the thought thereupon came into his head that he would like to be a professor too. So he waited a little while, and at last mustered courage to ask whether he could not be a doctor. "'Oh, yes,' replied the doctor. "'That can soon be managed.' "'What must I do?' asked the peasant. First of all, buy an ABC book, one which has a cock-a-doodle-doo for a frontispiece. Second, sell your cart and oxen, and turn them into money to buy good clothes with, and what else belongs to a doctor's appearance. Lastly, let a sign be painted with the words, I am the Doctor Know-All, and nail that over your house door. The countryman did all that he was told, and after he had practised a little time, but not to much purpose, a certain very wealthy baron had some money stolen from him. Mention was made to the baron of Doctor Know-All, who dwelt in such a village, and who would be sure to know where the money was gone. As soon as the baron heard of him, he ordered his horses put to his carriage and drove to the place where the doctor lived. The baron inquired if he were the doctor know-all, and he replying yes, the baron said he must return with him and discover his money. Very well, replied the doctor, but my wife Gertrude must accompany me. To this the baron agreed, and all being seated in the carriage, away they drove back again. When they arrived at the house, a splendid collation was on the table, of which the doctor was invited to partake. Certainly, said he, but my wife Gertrude, too. And he sat down with her at the bottom of the table. As soon as the first servant entered with a dish of delicate soup, the doctor poked his wife, saying, He is the first, meaning he was the first who had brought the meat. But the servant imagined he meant to say, He is the first thief and because he really was so he felt very much disturbed and told his comrades in the kitchen the doctor knows all we shall come off badly for he has said i am the first when the second servant heard this he felt afraid to go but he was obliged and as soon as he entered the room with the dish the man poked his wife again and said gertrude that is the second this frightened the servant so much that he left the room as soon as possible, and the third servant who entered fared no better, for the doctor said to his wife, That is the third. The fourth servant had to bring in a covered dish, and the baron said to the doctor he must show his powers by telling truly what was in the dish. Now there were crabs in it, and the doctor looked at the dish for some minutes, considering how to get out of the scrape. At last he cried out, oh poor crab that i am when the baron heard this he exclaimed good he knows it he knows too where my money is 
the servant however was terribly frightened and he winked to the doctor to follow him out when he had done so he found all four servants there who had stolen the money and were now so eager to get off that they offered him a large sum if he would not betray them for if he did their necks would be in danger they led him also to the place where the money was hid and the doctor was so pleased that he gave them the required promise and then returned to the house where he sat down again at table and producing his book said i will now look in my book baron and discover the place where the money lies a fifth servant who had had a share in the robbery wished to hear if the doctor knew more and so he crept up the chimney to listen below sat the countryman turning the leaves of his book backward and forward forward and backward looking for the cock-a-doodle-doo however he could not find it and at length he exclaimed you must come out for i know you are in it this made the servant up the chimney believe he meant him and down he slipped and came out crying the man knows all the man knows all then dr know-all showed the baron where the money lay but he said nothing about who had stolen it so that from both sides he received a large sum of money as a reward and moreover he became a very celebrated character End of chapter twenty eight